73 of the Adelan Rising podcast. We're your hosts, Saren, Lynn, and Adam. In this episode, we discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 2, Know Your Onions. Know Your Onions. Do you guys know your onions? Because I definitely well, yeah. that, That's my new favorite phrase. That I'm going to use is... it at work all the time. Yeah, Lynn's catchphrase. Um, I'm going to use it all the time, and then I'm going to be like, this is a red onion and this is a white onion. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know my onions. It was a great episode. I, I think not only was the name great, the episode was also really good. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. never disappoints. The second episode in however many that I have seen uh, <laughs> after my two and a half season break. We, you need to get cut up, caught up. Yeah, I, I will definitely get caught up. Uh, I'm just waiting on my new PC so I can kind of watch it in peace and quiet, new which PCs I think of. Yeah. Thing. Yes, you, you're are. missing so much Enoch. Yes, I am. By not having yes. seen episodes, seasons five and six. And and not to spoil it too much, uh, which there are going to be spoilers in this in this episode, by the way. So if you don't want spoilers, go and watch this. Go and watch the episode and then come back. But this episode was so sad at the end. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be sad. I don't think it was sad. You know, it's a robot. He's, he's a robot. They'll just he'll pick catch him up, up with him. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> he I knows how time travel he, works. Yeah, he knows all about <laughs> that because that's his job. <laughs> true. Also, true. I want to know what's in the barracuda. And when he gets back and meets up with them again, he's going to have so many stories about what he's been up to. Oh my god! Can you imagine if they did like uh, like <laughs> webisodes or something between uh, Enoch and Koenig? That would be oh so god. cool. Like like we were talking about Doctor Who last week because I mean the the, the start <laughs> of the episode is like straight out of Doctor Who, but Doctor Who through like the Stephen Moffat era had a lot of minisodes and like webisodes. It would be so cool if they did that with Agents of Shield. Like that that would I be great. I don't know. I know last Enoch week Enoch and his new best friend. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know last week after the episode, there was like a whole hour long conversation with the cast on Facebook. So if you missed that, you should go back and watch it because um, it's pretty interesting, actually. Um, but anyway, Barracuda, what's in it? Tell me. Uh, a Barracuda. I... No. <laughs> Pineapple and coconut, I assume. But what else is in it? That's what I want to know. What makes it the what's what's the barracuda of the barracuda? This is the important question of the episode. Who knows? Know. Who, Who knows? knows? It's, it's an extraterrestrial cocktail. That's all we know. And it's probably because that's what he had the when they were in the um the space casino. Yes. Is this another thing I'm missing <laughs> out on? Yes, you missed the space casino. Sorry for spoiling that for oh. you. But it's one of the best episodes ever. Is it anything like the Space Casino from Rick and Morty? It's it's like, it's it's like Fear and better. Loathing okay. in Las Vegas and and that episode combined, I think. It's crazy. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna look forward to that one. Um yeah, like I said last week, the, the season six Blu ray has not been released yet, and I am sad about that. Uh, I could watch Netflix. it all on is it on Netflix? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Oh. It was. Unless they took it off so, to go on. So um, I, I know, I know every. Well, I know everything up to uh, season five was up there, but uh, I got the season five on Blu-ray, so I'm happy about that. I like to own things. I like things to be in my hand. So, but should we do like a quick 
blow by blow little synopsis little synopsis yeah okay because this episode the team was busy protecting freddy from the chronicom hunters meanwhile enoch back on the zephyr has to deal with may who's woken up and she's not quite right no 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 no, either she left something behind or something came back with her. Or, or, or I, and I think we, we kind of discussed this yesterday. Or are they going down the route of she hasn't got a soul anymore? I don't That's... think they're going down that route. No way. I think it's going to be more um, that maybe because they use Chronicom technology, I think, in her. And I think that's what's affecting her oh more than likely i think it was it it was just the comment on it's it's a very comic booky trope um and it's it's not one i particularly like that much but you know i could i could see why they would go down that route it's kind of one that's very familiar to the comic book world and not that she lost her soul but maybe that just she lacks empathy now maybe she she has no emotions anymore at all yeah Yeah. she doesn't yeah Uh, yeah that's Yes, even more of the, the torture on this show of keeping all the couples apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. one way or another. They have their like five minutes of like happiness and then they're like, okay, now we're going to break you up now. Yes, they yep. did. No, yeah. you're dead. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. But I think, but, but I think though, even though she doesn't have emotions, she still has that loyalty and to people. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she's still there, her people, and she still cares about them. But she doesn't. I would say maybe, maybe it could be a delayed thing too. Like not everything is caught up, and she's not. She wasn't quite finished healing, or as as Enoch said, she was malfunctioning. So keep <laughs> keep that wording in mind. Yeah, but, there's um, something. There's something in the uh, in that you know in the stasis thing in the healing tube thingy um that is you know obviously needs to go on for some time longer because they said she needed like another week or something in there so obviously there's something going on that's kind of trying to put her back together just hadn't happened and maybe it's just that last week bit that um that hasn't happened and it just kind of messed her up a bit yeah so let's see she's got chronicom technology in her colson's an lmd with chronicom technology cute cute robot couple It's like bicentennial, man. Okay, but what about that line, though? That line when when Coulson comes to see her, and he's like, "You are dead," and and, and yes he was and like, no. "Well, yes and no." And she goes, "And what did she say?" She said something. It was like really, oh god, it broke me. It was like really harsh. It was like, he's like, "You're still dead." Yeah, yeah, you're still yeah, dead. Yeah. You're still dead. Yeah, I was just like, oh. Ouch. Ouch. But it's it goes back to that whole like the conversation we had last week about um they're taking real like fundamental sci-fi elements and just kind of chucking it at Agents of Shield. Like the fact that Colson is an LMD and the fact that he is a basically a robot and has downloaded the memories of, of Colson oh, and then been dude. filled in yeah. up to that point. And it's like dude, it's just taking dude, that fundamental last two seasons that's all it is is taking every sci-fi trope and just throwing it against the wall and going here we go see what happens that's what agents of shield is and it's amazing i I think this one's particularly good for me because i really enjoy um irobot and uh the whole robot series by isaac asimov and each one 
touches on a tiny little different point and i i i just love that love that anyway going back to the actual episode we have uh mac and deke um with freddie not exactly uh knowing what exactly they're saving freddie from only that they need to save him and uh i feel like he's not great no he's not but i feel like mac is is (laughs) knows something's up but at the same time trying to see the good in him i I think yeah how deke and freddie had a lot in common I, I found the whole like to to and fro between those guys pretty good. Yeah. Um, can, yeah can we also I, say that the Deke and Mac are both really bad at time travel? Yes. <laughs> Waving walkie talkies yeah. around and they're just <laughs> dropping major clues at every turn. And you it's know, just... tampering with evidence and drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking the alcohol and uh, Deke has earned re earned his uh, nickname of Zima. Which is fantastic. I, um. I, I did love that bit when they all had walkie-talkies, and and like yeah. it's just the fact that I'm pretty sure it's slightly later in the episode when Enoch's like using a uh, uh, he says, "Oh, this is such a um, what's the word he uses?" Uh, you see, it was uh, primitive. Like a, yeah, primitive. That's the word. He says, "Oh, this is this primitive device is primitive," and it's <laughs> it's just yeah. so good. He's my favorite character. They got rid of him. He'll be back. He's, he's coming back. He's, he's, back. he's definitely coming back. But I'm I'm still bitter about the ending of this episode. But we'll we'll get there. Sorry. It was so sweet though. Yeah, yes. it was. Um, he's got a friend and a job. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, but uh, I mean, I I don't know if it's just me, but. I missed Mac in this episode. I did too. Um, yeah, he, I, he didn't feel, get a lot of screen time. And he, he but... like, I, I remember watching him in like series four, series three. Great, great guy. And I, I liked like the fact that he was there pretty much as consistently as Coulson was. Um, but yeah, I missed him this episode. I thought he uh, just, yeah, he's sort of in the background well, on was, this one. He was, he was stuck on a train with Deke and trying to figure out exactly what they were trying to say, why they were trying to save Freddie because they were out of contact with everyone else. And, um, with, with what little, uh, screen time he had. Yeah. We know that he can rock that fedora. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Best thing about that episode is Mac in a fedora. Oh my (laughs) God. The wardrobe this season, the wardrobe's always good, but it's really good. Wow. No, the uh, costume designers Henry, had a fun time. Yeah, and yeah. Harry Simmons in a suit and fedora is just very nice to look at. I can look at that all day long. He's a and handsome I, man. <laughs> I liked I liked Yo-Yo's outfit this time. Oh, I love yeah. Yo-Yo's outfit. Yeah, I which love was, the hat and the pants. Which was a very daring look for 1931. Women really didn't start wearing pants at all until the later part of the 30s. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah, uh, it was a very a decade later. Yeah, very Catherine Hepburn look. I love it. And the uh, the studios really didn't like it when Catherine Hepburn wore pants. Oh, there you go. It's a nice touch. Yo Yo's a trendsetter. Well, yeah, <laughs> but also she, her line. I loved her line about about how do you guys? What was it she said? Like they ran there in heels. Yeah. And oh yeah. She's like I don't yeah. know how you guys look like this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's her ability though to run, so she probably needs the pants. It makes it makes complete sense. Um but speaking I, of I, yo-yo, uh 
she had uh, some issues um, this go around uh, with the falling bottle of wine. If we want to backtrack a little bit, yep. Um, to where I guess we'll uh, jump to the bar where uh, Simmons shows up with Yo Yo, and uh, they have our uh, Hydra, uh, whatever her name is, uh, captured and. You know, Daisy being ever so sympathetic, uh, starts questioning her while she has she's bleeding out from a bullet wound, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, ever observant Simmons finds the, that little green uh, splotch on um, Hydra Lady's shoe, yep. and uh, wows everyone with some science. And uh, Lynn, do you want to tell us uh, what uh, Simmons scienced up? Because you could probably explain it way better than I can. As as the resident scientist. <laughs> what she was doing? I don't know. Agents <laughs> of Shield, nonsense science. She set up her little mini organic chemistry cool. lab and uh, somehow decided it was super sol- the key ingredient of super soldier serum because <laughs> she knows her onions. Right. Yes. Yes. There we go. <laughs> oh. That's why it was called Know Your Onions. Onions, that's right. Oh dear, that was, that was good. I like um, that. And <laughs> Just take a little alcohol, a little silver, and poof. Oh, it's super soldier serum, of course. Duh. I don't need any spectrometry or anything. Although I also kind of have to say um, how I like no-nonsense Simmons and how she just doesn't let anyone push her around anymore. Oh, she is just and, done. Uh, yeah, Yeah. She is, she is totally done. She's like, you know what, F this. And uh, she, Koenig, Koenig's interactions with her as he calls her a bird. She's like, I'm a biochemist, not a bird. And, and yeah. then she was a doctor, not something else. Yeah. yeah. I can't dame. Like, yeah. A dame, yeah. So do, do, you know I, do you know what I've noticed? As, a, um, as I've come back to this after two and a half seasons, I've noticed how Americanized her British accent has got. And it's a really sort of nerdy thing to realize or notice but uh but yeah she's she's definitely lived in the u.s for some time now um yeah i they 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 are time follows mcu time so they're they're like it's been years absolutely yeah no but i i mean i mean i'm pretty sure it's just her natural accent that's just started to change over time um oh, yeah you yeah know, that, that I've, happens I've, to the british guys i work with yeah because they, they go back I, home I and get made fun of yeah, yeah, it's like um, you know, at work I've I'm in contact with, you know, some some colleagues Except over in the she US. She sounds British to me, but she sounds more American. Yeah, that's, that's basically that, how Jessica Jones accent is. And there's my special that's, that's, reference. That's pretty much it. It's like um uh yeah, it definitely sounds much more Americanized to me than it, it used to. Uh you know, go back to season 1, season 2, she's very very British. And you can see cuz one of the big differences between Britain and America is um the way that T's are pronounced, and uh, you'll notice that she doesn't pronounce her T's quite in the same way anymore. Anyway, that's that's my that's my nerdy kind of uh, kind of rant of the day. Not, uh, my, lingui- my, the day. my linguistic uh, lesson for today. <laughs> We're from a person that struggled quite a lot with linguistics in school. <laughs> um, but go. yeah, sorry. Oh, that's awesome. I love Simmons. Um, I, I I don't know though if we're gonna be getting Fitz again because I forget. Remind me where he what happened? Oh no, he died. He's he, no, he's somewhere no. else in space and time with right. the Chronicoms. Right. That's they're right. separated I, again. Wait a minute. Yeah. 
And he's trying Simmons to work still out. hasn't found the message that he left for her. And I can't remember what the message was. Remind me, because I forgot last I don't remember. I don't know if we know. Do we last know? episode, she was trying to find it. He's trying to work out how to... Uh... Do we know what he's... I thought we knew what he sent her, though. He's trying to work out how to make a little blue box that travels through time. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Could you could you imagine if they did that as well? Like if they if they they would have to get so many copyright things like that. No, no. But I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I if if they just made like subtle references, like he came out of like a, a ship that was blue or something like that, that was vaguely rectangular and, and cuboid. Um, oh my god! I'm so <laughs> seeing Decastiker as a doctor. He's uh, so Doctor Who with this though, even with. You well, know, like the, Simmons, the time tide is taking them where they need to go. Well, Simmons and <laughs> not where they like, need to be, where they need to go. Exactly, exactly is, where they need to be. Simmons is a canically in the series. Simmons is a Doctor Who fan, and they have referenced it several times. So, I would expect a lot more references for Doctor Who. I absolutely would not be surprised because Simmons is a big fan. So, I think the uh, writers are as well. So, I expect it. Uh, I who expect isn't? It. Exactly. Who isn't? I um I ha- need to get. Uh, basically, I'm rewatching it now. As I mentioned last week, um, and I'm kind of uh, trying to get up to date. And I've got re-, re well, I got to watch majority of Jodie Whittaker's season at this point. So that's the only one I'm missing. So excellent. But <laughs> so then, um, let's see. Uh, well, let's talk about Koenig. The most I'm- important thing that came out of this episode. The origin of the Koenigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. They were shield before shield. It it was it was the look on, on Prohibition Koenig's face when he boarded that ship and he was like, Oh yeah, don't don't be too disappointed if I look, you know, completely disappointed or, or words to those effects anyway. Um and he just gets on the ship and he's like, Oh, what? What? Huh? <laughs> Spaceship! And then he goes so like, what, what, what other reaction would you have, though? <laughs> it's like but when it he just, goes it's up It's just to so the... adorably Koenig, though, you know, they, they yeah. geek out like that. <laughs> I, that's like, is it like, is, I think at this point that's got to be a running gag now that they all look alike except for the one sister. There's the one sister, yeah. and then all of them are all James Patton Oswalt or Patton Oswalt or whatever their names are. I don't know. Patton Oswalt. Yeah. I just think that's so great. Yeah, I love that. It's like one of the best jokes in all of Agents of Shield. But now I'm wondering if maybe, like with Enoch's help, like he just kind of clones himself. Maybe I was maybe going to suggest clone? that. I was going to suggest that, and I'm going to say I wonder if there's one original which is Prohibition Koenig, and then they clone him later on, and he's and they're all LMDs. It, and they, what, they they just no, keep cloning I, him. Yeah, or can't have enough Koenigs. And maybe they just make LMDs out of it. Yeah, I think because, you're right. But I, I, I kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know whether I'd like that or not. And they because can die, I love... though, because they killed one of them in an earlier season. Like, back in season three, they killed one of them. So maybe they're not LMDs, yeah. but they're definitely clones. Yeah. I think that they, they yeah. just have some a really strong family resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> to say oh, the least. But it's it's the bit when he goes up to uh, when he goes up to Enoch as well, and he's like, "You're a you're one of those electrical men or a, a yeah. robot." It's it's like I, I am not a robot. I am a chronicom. A, a chronicom. 
Chronicom, Chronicom, whichever one. I'm I'm British. I say things wrong, or I say things correctly. <laughs> Everybody else says them wrong. Um, but uh, I I I love this episode so much. Uh, okay, can we talk about going back to to May and and Enoch? Can we talk about their fight? Oh, I love Enoch's upgrade. Yeah, it's like, I know kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's that, basically that. It's like I have upgraded myself to like hardcore difficulty or something. Yeah, <laughs> hunter, was it hunter, you, hunter level? The yeah, hunter, but, downloaded the hunter package. Yeah, right, that's but the it. Fact that, like, I don't think he was being that gentle with May, and the fact that she didn't even bat an eye just kind of feeds into the going back to the Chronicom theory that he's more Chronicom than person now. Uh, she, she's always been a it. badass though oh yeah, yeah. oh absolutely yeah. i'll put her up against a regular chronicom so why not yeah i well may is may's my favorite it's may may's my favorite i love may i love may so much <laughs> and i'm going to miss her yeah because, i think um i think yeah. she's she's definitely been one of the best parts of agents of shield as well i mean everybody is but we all have our favorites yeah, right but, yeah May, I'm kind of sad because now that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't tie directly into the movies, I'm never going to have another Maria Hill and May interaction again. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. Because I love May and I wish she was in the greater MCU because I think she would just add to it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. fair enough, I think. But I... I... I guess that kind of gives them more creative freedom now that they're not tying in so directly. Um, and I, I kind of yeah. assume that's why this is basically the last episode, you know, the last season, because I guess Disney TV has been a thing for some time and, and they're going to try and start doing their own TV shows within the MCU. So therefore, you know, they're kind of cutting the baggage, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, I, I will guess, say yeah. this though. Um there were if you if you watch the season finale to season five, it's more like a series finale. But then they ended the season and the the ratings were just enough that they were like, well, we'll give it another two seasons and just round it off at seven. And so that's why we have a seventh season. Like it's the little show that could. It's the show that should have been canceled after every single season, but just kept going. Yeah, but it feels like they they got the budget to do a single extra season and they just split it down the middle um, because obviously season five was what, 22 episodes and then season yeah. six was 12 and then season seven was, was 12. So no, they're 13 I, I, each, I think. Okay. Yeah. But e- e- even so it's kind of like, it's like two half seasons instead of one full one, which I mean, it's fair. I think is, is, you know, you can kind of get the two stories or four stories in there, however many would do, but you know, I still remember, like watching season two and it was all the inhuman stuff. And I was like, so excited. And, uh, I like how, I, I do like how the inhumans have like tied into this, this, uh, this whole they series. So well. Yeah. Um, but back to the episode, cause we keep yes. getting off track and just our general love yeah. of everything. Um, I missed oh. the last like 10 minutes of the last 15 minutes. So I don't know what happened. Tell me what happened. Cause I don't know. I got the last very last five minutes, but the ten minutes before that, I missed because my stream screwed up. Okay. <laughs> in the the very last few minutes, Freddie got away to go start Hydra. Well, that's good. They say they they reached their goal. And they did what the they needed to do, and they saved yep. Hydra. But didn't Daisy want to kill Freddie at some point? Because that's what the preview showed. 
She did. She did. She actually told Deke to do it, and Deke was getting ready to do it. Yeah. How, yeah. Who stopped them? The basically uh, the combination of up. Mac and the Chronicom showing up. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. But I, I found so we are. I guess we're backing up ever so slightly. Um, in that Quake had a very big reaction to the fact that they could stop Hydra. Um, and again, it's a little bit of a, a nerdy conversation for me on this one, but they've kind of said that they don't want to do, they want to do ripples, not waves in terms of, uh, the timeline and making sure they don't distort it to create a new timeline. Um, so they have to keep it the same as it ever was. But I wonder if what they're actually going to find out when they get to the back to the future, that's a good reference. Uh, when they get back to the future, um, is the that fact that anyway. it was totally unintentional, but it's a great movie. You mentioned it last week. Go go and watch it. Um, but when they get back to their future, uh, they're going to find that actually they're in more of a deterministic time travel thing, um, which basically is very similar to the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban time travel, which is where... Basically, if you spoiler alert for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, not that you need it, it's but basically, like it's been so long. It's been, it's been, it's been 20 years ish. Yeah, yeah, statute of limitations is over for that. Spoil it. <laughs> so, uh, so effectively, in the book and in the movie, um, Harry is sat by the lake, um, in, in Hogwarts grounds and he sees a figure across the lake that then does a Patronus and he thinks it's his father which is fair enough, they look very similar. But then later in that evening, after going back in time, he realises that what he'd actually seen was himself, and therefore he could produce the Patronus to get rid of the get rid of the Dementors. But it's very deterministic because he saw himself doing it, therefore he could. And I don't like that version of time travel. <laughs> which, which is basically, you go back in time because you were always supposed to go back in it, time. Yeah, it was it was always previously determined. It's, it's all written in that. stone. That hurts yep. my brain. It's it's very to me it's very silly because surely there is a timeline that exists in which you didn't go back and because you didn't go back you then had to go back in the first place. It, it's it's also called um, I mean this that that theory is also called the bootstrap paradox in which. Uh, it's quite explained quite well in the Capaldi episode of Doctor Who, which is when you go back in time, you give your past self something or your future self something, and you give it to them because you had it given to you. Um, and it's a little bit complicated to explain, not visually. Um, but essentially, you can do something that affects your future or affects your past, but there's no beginning. You don't know how it started and you don't know where this timeline originated from. Surely there's a timeline somewhere where that didn't happen and it forced you to make it happen. Then you go for an infinite loop and it's, it's, it's very difficult to explain on a podcast. I'm not a, I'm not an expert in these things. I had a migraine (laughs) last weekend and I'm not ready for another migraine this weekend. So let's not go deeper than that. I say prepare yourself because we can go even further into it. Um, But again, it's, it's one of those, um, it's one of those like fundamental, like sci-fi things as well. Again, we're going back into um, the real basic sci-fi tropes that come in, you know, the time machine uh, from the time machine. Um, uh and and things like that and and real basic tropes but they're kind of put into broader contexts i love that i just i love what agents of shield is doing at the moment 
I uh, just wait, dude. You haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> show gets wild. Yeah, I need to go back. I know. It's so great. Anyway. Anyway, uh, where do we think they're going to end up next? Oh. I, I well, think I think we. we I'm, I think I'm thinking we 1950s. Yeah. I'm going to say late 1940s. But yeah, well, wait. When did Agent Carter take place? Agent Carter was 1945, right? The, sh- the series. I think it was later than that, wasn't it? But it was before the 50s. I'm gonna yes. Google that right I now. Believe yeah. So. I, yeah, because it's before the formation of Shield, and Shield was form uh, form formed in, I believe they said it was 1953. And yeah. uh, I, I Agent... think uh, they're going to be going to all the in between times. Yeah. So if there's not a series or a movie that takes place in that time period, that's when they're going to go. Right. So I think it's, it's going to be the late 1940s. So I, yeah, I, I single I, woman I, in 1940s America. Right. Just looked it up. So that's what I think it is. And ah, first means... season is 1946. Okay. Right after, um, right after Captain America. Yeah. I think. So I think. Going by next week's preview, we are going to be getting Daniel Souza from Agent Carter, um, who was Peggy's partner in the series. And there was a little bit of a romance thing going on between those two, but uh, Endgame ruined all that. Well, I mean, okay. Poor Daniel. (laughs) I feel like I'm monologuing an awful lot in this episode, but um, like... With that, they 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 never straight out, you know, they never straight out said that they were in a romantic relationship. But um, no, but it, it was, was heavily definitely... implied that that's where it was going. Yeah, yes. it was but like they... You, they, you you couldn't not. But obviously, they in like in Peggy Carter's wedding photos and all that kind of stuff, they always blanked over his face. Yeah. So they you gave the you know. Well, that's the thing, yeah, in the wedding photos and the family photos, that he either wasn't in it or the person that was in it was blanked out so they could kind of give the scope and they didn't ruin anything for future potential movies and stuff. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, everyone kind of assumed it was Daniel, but then Endgame totally changed all that. But, again, Endgame... did it really because that could have been just the red herring. Yeah, I mean... And getting us to Cap going back. And Endgame ruined its own time travel rules, like m- many movies do. In that, in theory, Cap going back and doing that created a diver- divergent timeline anyway. So potentially, that timeline is. I think uh, what's the MCU one nine 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 nine? I think we mentioned it last week. You know, he yeah. he could have diverged off into one uh, one nine 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 eight or something. Um, it it kind of. It gave him his ending. It didn't necessarily mean that that is the way that that timeline always progressed. Um, so I, I take that one with a pinch of salt, I think. Okay. I shall take it with a pinch of salt. But I'm very excited to see Daniel Sousa come back because he was a fun character in uh, Agent Carter. Yes, um, he was, yeah. If you are not familiar with Agent Sousa and it's been so long since I've seen agent carter so i'm getting it wrong um other than the fact that he was um peggy's partner um in the second season they moved out west and uh he and peggy uh, teamed up again and it got a little romantic as i said earlier but um he's kind of a badass he um he walks with a limp and a cane i think i forget how he was injured but it's definitely like a permanent injury wasn't he injured in world war ii i want to say yeah yeah i think so wait didn't cap rescue him 
Wasn't Cap one of the ones who rescued him? Wasn't he one of the people Cap rescued in the movie, sort of? I think so. Potentially one of the ones out of the um, the Hydra concentration camps, potentially. Yes, I think I think that was it. Also, a little bit of um, trivia here. Daniel Sousa is also one of the cops in the original Avengers movie. It was just yeah. kind of a coincidence yeah. that they... Oh, yeah. The guy, uh, en- Enver, Joe, Joe... I can't say the last name really bad. I'm so sorry. It's Enver Jokaj, if I think how you say it. Um, we apologize to our listeners if that is incorrect. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> especially, especially if he, uh, the guy that, that Sarah was talking about is actually listening, um, then we're very sorry for butchering your name. Yes, <laughs> we apologize. Um, but uh, he was... Um, he was one of the cops in the Avengers movie. If you if you watch closely, uh, he is in there in one of the uh, scenes in the in the fight against the Chitari. Pretty yeah. fun. A little bit of trivia there. So he's played two characters in the MCU. May- maybe maybe he too becomes an LMD. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's all connected. Maybe it's all connected. Hashtag all connected. Oh, it's, it's all totally connected. all connected. Uh. It's all connected. What are you talking about? Of course it's all connected. <laughs> Um, uh, but that's so I think we're going to the late 1940s probably after Agent Carter ends because it sounds like they're in California so yeah uh, I, I would suggest like they're going to be late late 40s okay. May, maybe early 50s at a push yes maybe I, I can agree with that so do we think we'll be seeing Haley Atwell's Peggy Carter next week or this uh, season so I, I suggested this last week because I couldn't remember who is actually confirmed but if we do, they've kept it a hell of a secret. They have. And if they do, Coulson's going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my God. That would be the best. Because Coulson's yeah. nerd definitely showed a lot. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think. But then again, what was she, was she uh, filming at the moment or was filming a year ago whenever this series was filmed? Uh, what was she filming? Great question. So, I'm going to Google that too. Because I know she's been in a few things in the US, like uh, I, I think the US TV side. Um, um, she did Christopher Robin, um, Blinded by the Light. Blinded this was all filmed. The light. So this was oh, all filmed in 20. Last season was all filmed in, in 2019. 2018 into 2019, they filmed the final season. So yep. she's in Mission Impossible 7. And, um, yeah, so whatever she was in. What about TV shows? Has she been doing some TV shows? Uh, TV shows she has done. Um, oh, she, she was a voice actor on Avengers Assemble. Oh, she was herself. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's pretty cool. cool. Uh, Howard's End, The Long Song, Three Below, Tales of Arcadia. Uh, she was She's a rest. busy lady. Yes, she is. She is. Criminal UK and What If. Peggy Carter, she did her own voice in that. So, I mean, she's um, already... I, I'm guessing she's still contracted with Marvel. So, I mean, she could well turn up, and like that would be really cool if she she's, is. She's doing the video games, too. She did uh, She did Lego Marvel Avengers. Yeah. Um, well, the Lego Marvel awesome. Avengers, I don't know if they take um, archive... They, they, do too, they do use a lot of archive... Um, oh, that's true. ...voices and stuff as well, so... But I, yeah, I would kind of like to acting. see... I think for me, obviously, 1950s is going to be great because you can kind of get the in between the end of Captain America and Agent Carter, and then into 
the, the beginnings of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and then, I'm just trying to think. Actually, that would be a good place to go, because in theory, if they took out Peggy Carter, then S.H.I.E.L.D. may never be formed, or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. then the, the next but point they're going, to go they're in... not going to the big ones. They're going to small threads, like people that... So I don't think well, they'd go after Peggy. They would probably that's why they seem like they're maybe going after Daniel, or maybe they are going after Peggy, or maybe they're going after Jarvis. See, I I wonder because Jarvis um, wasn't leave at, Jarvis um, alone, right? <laughs> God, I love Jarvis. I I wonder if they do go after they progressively bigger people, and I wonder if it's going to end up in like a really big cameo at the end uh, of like like Nick Fury again or something. Um, that would be rad. Yeah, because if you think in uh, like in the Winter Soldier between Avengers and Winter Soldier, um, if they'd taken him out at that point, Hydra would have taken over entirely. And whether that means that at that point things happen and differently, that, that or would something. totally make it come full circle to season one of Agents yeah. of Shield too, because yep. that's when the show got really interesting. Was when it tied in the Winter Soldier and the cast didn't yeah. even know about it. Like literally before they filmed it, they put everyone in a trailer and said, "You know that script we had you memorize yesterday? That wasn't the real script. Here's the real script." And they all like <laughs> had a shit fit. So, yeah they flipped out so they had no idea they were tying that directly into um winter soldier I, right okay cool. I, I i have a confession to make so when i was at university that's when agents of shield first came out when i was in my uh i want to say third year of university start of my third year and it didn't tie in until winter soldier which was like february 2014 and um i tried to i tried to watch the first half of that season i just couldn't get into it and I then I watched either. the episode and then turn, 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 which is yeah. the, which is the episode that ties in. It was just like, oh, holy shit, I need to keep watching this. And yeah, the rest exactly... of that season is just brilliant. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, and then we got Bobby and we got, who else we get with Bobby Hunter? And um, we were supposed to get Lucy Lawless. And my theory there is they killed off her character. Like Lucy Wallace was in a couple episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like either in season two or the end of season one as Isabel Hartley. And they killed off Isabel Hartley. And um, Lucy Lawless has said in interviews that she was supposed to do a big show, TV show, but then she got um, bribed away to do Ash versus the Evil Dead um, with her old yeah. you know, warrior princess friends. Yeah. And I guarantee you she was supposed to have a regular role on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then said, nope, see, I'd rather do Ash vs. the Evil Dead with my friends. I think that's what happened. Anyway. I think uh, I think a- 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 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has had the worst luck, luck with spin-off TV shows. Um, like you had, uh, well, you were meant to have Slingshot, you were meant to have um, that uh, Ghost Rider one, you were meant to have the Hunter oh, and so good. Mockingbird one. Ghost Rider. Yep. Oh yeah, um, Most Wanted. I'm 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 still bitter about that, by the way, because they wrote this beautiful write off of the show, and then yeah, I'm bitter. I'm bitter about that. I'm trying to think what else. They got. I think that's the four, isn't it? That's the four shows. Yeah. Yeah. But they could have they could have done Secret Warriors off of it as well, and that would have been amazing. They could have introduced the Inhuman Royal Family through the show too, and that would have been amazing as well. And I'm disappointed I mean, they didn't. But that is an episode in itself. Yeah, we 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 yeah. talked about that, and and there were so many good places they could have done that. But I think if we were in charge, things would be very different, and <laughs> it'd probably <laughs> right. be much worse if I was in charge. <laughs> but nobody asked so, us exactly, no. um, so... which is probably probably for the best. <laughs> I uh, would not disagree, but 
So, so do we think that you think that you think the threads are going to try and kill are going to get bigger and bigger through the season? I, I would, I would hope so. I think you would be right, and if, if you're right though, but if they if they wound up trying to alter Winter Soldier, that would tie it all the way back into season one, and that would get them yeah. guest stars from previous seasons that we haven't seen that have been killed off. We might. I wonder if we'll get. <gasps> I wonder if we'll get Adrian Palicki for for an episode for F. Mockingbird. <laughs> <gasps> Wow, we should see. I know she, she loves Bobby, and she would love to come back as Bobby. And yes, yes, of course, it wouldn't work too that, well when they're trying to keep a low profile and make ripples, not waves. Yeah, but if they get desperate enough, if they get desperate enough, they might have to make the wave. Because if they keep, if the if the agents keep thwarting the chronicoms, they're gonna. It, they're gonna be, get it, it would be amazing if they. It would be amazing if they just had their like big Edgar Endgame scene where they're just like. Like everybody from previous uh, series appears, uh, seasons even appear, and it's just like, yeah, we're, we're here to here to fight. We're definitely uh, gonna get Grant Ward. I think you might but, be right, Adam. I I mean that's that's my hope. I kind of hope they like tie it all together with season five. And um, by the sounds of it, I haven't missed much Earthbound stuff through missing season five and six, which I'm kind of. I'm kind of kind of happy about, I suppose, which means I'm hoping that majority of um, references in this season will be to one, two, three, four. Obviously, the Deke stuff and that kind of thing, I'll I'll catch up on. But oh, Deke, 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 Deke. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add to it? I mean, I don't think so. Other than just like, really, it's all it's so early in the season. It's it's a lot of it's it's a lot of speculation. So yeah, it's so always, really always going to be speculation. Yes, and and honestly, this episode was. The thing is, these episodes are so action-packed. I know we're missing stuff talking about it, and I can't think of what we're missing. But it's just like, it's it's one of those shows with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where something in, inconsequential happens in an episode, and it turns out it wasn't as inconsequential as you thought it was. And then the things yeah. that you think are going to be a big deal later wind up being nothing. So you can't predict anything. No, but I mean, I, I think my my favorite bit is the fact that Enoch is is still kicking around and he is there. And I think at the end of that, oh, episode... we'll probably. I think we'll maybe maybe we'll we'll pick him maybe we'll pick him up next episode and be like, oh hey, I, there you are again. Yeah, I I think yeah. they I think they have to. I I don't you, think they can not have him. You haven't seen the last of Enoch. No. Oh no, absolutely not. Enoch is a fan favorite. I keep waiting for him to go bad though. Like I feel like something's going to happen and he's just going to go iRobot on them all. <laughs> I've been making cocktails for 10 years. <laughs> oh, I don't dear. think you'd be mad about that. He seems like a pretty patient. <laughs> he, 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 he's so affable. He's not yeah. going to go bad. He becomes the robot Voldemort. I hope not. <laughs> Ripples, not waves. Um, right. Know but, your onions, uh, guys. Know your onions. I, I think um, unless anybody's got anything else to add. I don't. I give the episode five out of five of pure awesomeness. Five out of five. What what kind of what do we use to measure this one? We're not using lockjaws. Let's use chronicoms. Five out well, of no, five. Well, no, hang on, hang on. So so all our listeners, I'll tell you what what should we use to measure the five out of five uh for this uh, for the episodes? So give us a good scale and we'll uh and we'll stick with that for the rest of the season. Let listeners suggest it. And if you want to send us a suggestion, send it to the show, atalanrising.com. That's our email. Or on Twitter, at atalanrising1. And uh, we'll use that as our, our little measurement. But uh, I yes. think for now, we shall uh, come back in a week's time and review 
the next episode, episode three, and um, we will catch you guys later.